There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk in the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode four of season one of Happy. Yeah, yeah. They all got together. It's like, let's <laughs> make this weird. Uh, let's talk about the ratings news, shall we? All right. Episode four brought in a 0.22 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.638 million viewers, making it the 27th rated cable show of the day. So we are bouncing back quickly. From our great numbers in episode one, and then the total disaster that episode two was. I think everybody as far as writing, yeah, I think enough of the Twitter uh, reaction to the show has brought some more people back in that are enjoying it. And we do have some live plus seven day ratings. Episode one tied for twenty fourth in adults eighteen to forty nine. Total gain going from a 0.4 to a 0.7 for an increase of 75%. Wow. Yeah. And it was 25th in viewer total gain going from 1.1 to 1.836 million viewers for an increase of almost three quarters of a million viewers. Holy crap. Wow. And it was tied for 24th in viewers percentage gain going from 1.1 to 1.8 for an increase of 67 percent so glad to see those numbers yeah that's huge yes it is all right so shall we jump in literally episode four year of the horse saxon happy follow their fortunes to chinatown blue sister shows up seeking revenge for the murder of her sons mary's search draws her ever closer to very bad Sarah. So. We pick up right where we left off with our creepy, very bad Santa holding Happy and saying, I can see you. How? How? Yes. <laughs> we still have not figured this out. No, it well, it's got to be the drugs. Okay. There's something. <laughs> yeah. Because how would he believe in Happy if he doesn't know who Happy is? Yeah. So that's really weird. But it got weirder because he grabs him and then swallows him. What? Why? If you, you're you like, I believe in you. I can see you. I'm going to eat you. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's an awful ca- bad case of the munchies. <laughs> I guess. But man, after this happens, he grabs like a crowbar or something and he's about to pretty much finish Nick off. Yeah. And because he beat the snot out of him. Yes, he did. But there, right it was before. not a contest. No. And right before a- he's about to do it, though, he gets sick because Happy's like, let me the hell out of here. I still don't understand how he found Nick. Right. But he takes off after he throws up Happy. 
which was weird because there was like glitter and stuff too in the vomit. Yeah. <laughs> That's supposed to be coming off a happy or is he like eating glitter glue? I mean, yeah. I guess at this point anything is possible. Yeah, there's no telling what this guy eats. And then suddenly the cops are coming. It's like, really? Who called the cop? But our very bad Santa takes off, and Nick's like, oh, I'm good. And I don't know how Happy's not a little more uh, distraught at this point. Right. I guess he was just happy to be out of there. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, Nick definitely um, thanks him because he knew he was finished if (laughs) that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And before they leave, oh, hey, look it, there's a fortune in the vomit. Maybe yeah. this will help. How? Ew. <laughs> okay, just, it, that's ill on so many levels. Yeah. But how, how the hell is Nick even upright? Yeah. Is he like a zombie? Is that really what it is? It's <laughs> possible, I guess. <laughs> oh, God, it's so weird. And then flash to a reality TV show it's oh i hate these shows so i don't watch them anyway no and so suddenly it pops up on our show it's like okay weird and yeah uh, just weird 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 (laughs) yes and it's walking into the coroner's office and it was a really cool like kind of setup but it turns out that it's the mom of the scaramucci boys and talking to blue and how horrible it is and you were supposed to protect them and then he's like uh yeah you're cashing in on your your family tragedy right oh man i was like holy crap yeah that was really really uh (laughs) a little bit more than what i was uh expecting that's for sure yeah because it was like really kind of in depth and debbie mazar as isabella Yes. I loved her. Yeah, she is good. But I felt like it was being overplayed when they go in, but I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be the reality TV part. Right, which Blue didn't want anything to do with. Right. They did blur out his face. Right, and changed his voice, but still. Everybody knew, obviously. Right. Especially when she's like, yeah, whatever, I'm always worried I could die because of the life my family lives, but whatever. It's like, you're not trying to hide, are you? Yeah. But, like, they get the moment. She sees all her kids. And I think with the three, she was okay. But then when you get to the youngest, that's what really broke her. Because then she's like, I'm right. to get out. Yeah. And then she's, like, seriously crying. Yeah, I agree. It was seeing Mikey dead as well that broke her. Because from the first episode, he was the clean-cut one. Right. Even though she sent him to the Godfather or whatever. Right. The Don. And he was supposed to be the safe one and not into everything. Obviously, she didn't know what was happening or didn't want to. Right. And they even cut to, like, the reality TV, like, the other wives. Yes. Like, I would... (laughs) That was kind of messed up, too. I would wish this on my worst enemy, and she's my worst enemy. And the ones, like, talking and getting in the shower, they, like, blurt out her bit but i'm like right what the hell this is what reality tv is now because seriously i don't watch it that was weird yeah but i digress. yeah that was definitely a a shot at um almost all reality tv shows yeah and then we see we have mary and amanda amanda thank you at another house 
talking to a family, which, of course, now I'm skeptical. Right. Yeah, because the last one didn't turn out the way we expected it to. So you kind of have to wonder, all right, is there something going on with this family? Yeah, I think that's bad that right away you go there after seeing that. But thankfully, Amanda wasn't going to that place because they talked to the family, find out another kid's missing, and it was at another one of those shows. Right. So maybe Very Bad Santa's being, like, attracted to that weird-ass show. Yeah. And they leave, and they're outside arguing. And uh, they're like, oh, what, like, somebody's just going to pop up to deliver that envelope. (laughs) And somebody popped up to deliver the envelope. I wasn't expecting this, to be honest. No. Because it was the same person that we see in the first episode who was delivering the envelope to Nick. Yeah. The guy in the motorcycle. And... It's like, okay, how are you delivering? Why are you delivering? What's your connection? And that was like right away. I'm like, oh my God, who is this guy? Yeah. And okay, well, I guess we're going to put a pin in it, come back, because then we go to a Jehovah's Witness who just had the door slammed in his face about 50,000 times. Right. Until Smoothie answers the door. Oh, no, I haven't heard the good word. Why don't you come on in? If somebody's that happy to see you after you've just had the door slammed in your face how many times, you should probably be like, mm, never mind. I'll come back. Yeah, maybe not. You're super happy. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> but he doesn't. No. He's like, all right. And then we see Smoothie, like, putting Mary's mom's hands in, like, wax for a wax treatment. And she was kind of. I guess this is like the real bad day because she's out of it. Yeah, like, very catatonic. Yeah. She's just like warm. Like she can't even like really use sentences. Right. And then he puts his headphones on her so she can listen to her favorite show, The Secrets of Sussex, which is the reality show that Isabella is on. Yes. It's like, oh, good Lord. Yeah. So there's, there's that circular thing right there. And he's like, I need a little time for me. As he goes into the bathroom. I was like, all right, what's happening? Oh, God, it's the poor Jehovah's Witness. Witness. <laughs> and he pulls out, like, a an electric bread knife. He's obsessed with, like, cutting people, and I think he was about to cut the guy's junk, so. Oh, yeah. He's obsessed with genitalia. I don't know what it is with him. No. Smoothie definitely has some uh, mental issues. It's got to go way back if there's. He's just hooked on everybody's private bit. Yeah. But before he can do anything, he gets a phone call from Blue. Who needs him right now? Yes, immediately. Yeah. And so Smoothie stomps off. He was mad. He's like, Pah. Yeah. So did he just leave the Jehovah's Witness there? Yeah, absolutely. Because he doesn't think Mary's coming home anytime soon? What? Like, it's what you got to assume. Yeah. And I guess if Mary finds him and lets him go, well, he'll just wait till the next one. Like, don't go door to door, dumbass. <laughs> and, well, Nick and Happy make their way to Chinatown, which apparently is a very bad place for Nick because he's gotten in a lot of trouble in Chinatown. Yeah. So. But, yeah, he, Nick pays a visit to the fortune cookie factory that made the fortune because it was on the back of the fortune. Yes. This was funny. Oh, absolutely, because he gets to an older gentleman that's all dressed in the Oriental garb. Right, because he's like, that guy knows what's going on. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah, not so much. And so he starts talking to him, and the guy just is blank staring at him. Like, he doesn't understand a single word he says. So Happy pipes up. Oh, yeah. He and Haley were learning Mandarin at the Y. It's the language of the future, Nick. Yeah. And it's funny because then Nick has to try to, to repeat what Happy is saying. Right. And the guy's still looking at him like, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. What are you talking about? Then the owner shows up. She's like, hey, Dad, why don't you go put on your clothes and get out of your pajamas? It's like, he was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't trying to be, like, weird, authentic. He's just maybe kind of old and senile. Yeah. But A it little was bit so like weird. Mary's mom. Right. Yes. It was so weird because Nick's like, all right, here's his fortune. Do you know what's the chance that you know where it is? And the lady was just like, of course I know where it is. It's like, wait, how? Yeah. And then, I'm sorry, I'm calling BS, because she's like, it sits on the shelf for a long time, and we know where it goes, and da-da-da, it's meant for somebody. It's like, what? <laughs> Nick yeah. said exactly the same thing. Like, no, 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 I'm not buying any of this. Yeah, I was Hocus Nick in this focus. moment. <laughs> Let me say this as respectfully as I can. <laughs> yeah. That's happy saying, don't say it, don't right? say it. Gotta be nice. She's helping us. <laughs> and she didn't care because she got in his face and was going off. And he, of course, was inappropriate. And I don't know if she rolled her eyes or just like, Ugh, whatever. Yeah, it didn't bother her a bit. She just kept right on stating that they were about to get Delaware and they had to. <laughs> tri-state area and they were the king of the fortune cookie well it worked because yep. they got the information that they needed where they're gonna go to which of course was chinatown yes and he just was very distraught <laughs> but we go to blue's house and man isabella and blue just kind of trading jabs back and forth oh well you said it was a hitman who hired the hitman we need to find this out and then blue's kid pipes up to be a hitman really and it turns out the whole time they're on camera yeah it's like oh good god why why and when blue's going off saying oh yes. maybe it was an act of god and it's all your fault for this bullshit reality tv that you've decided to make your life right and we hear the doorbell ring and his wife goes to get up and he screams at her and i'd be like okay i'm gonna just chill yeah and after he's Everything's all said and done. He's like, I'll get the door and walks away. And Isabella is just kind of sitting there like, whatever. Right. And oh, look, there's a really nice car. Yeah. With, Limo. With a beetle on, as the emblem on the front, which was weird because I didn't understand that. And then it got no. weirder. Yeah, <laughs> very. When Blue's sitting there and we find out this is the boss and he's like a giant beetle. And I'm trying to figure out if he is really some kind of weird beetle. Beetle or, or just dressed that way. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> but he's not happy regardless because of the reality show. Right. And, Too much exposure. And you need to make sure those deliveries are taken care of because those are very special deliveries for very special people. And we find out because he makes Blue say it, that the items are the kids. It's like, oh, jeez, why? Yes. 
and they you have can... to be delivered by Christmas. They're supposed to be under the tree in the morning, and you go, uh, oh, this is not going to a very good place at all. No, I'm like, you know what? Go ahead and kill people and have drugs or whatever. Don't do the kid thing. Don't. Yeah. Mess in, uh, just no. Yeah. And then he walks out, opens the door, and you see it's like a party with people all dressed up like the weird bugs and shit. Yeah. Were you expecting to see the prostitute? Because I was. <laughs> it wouldn't have surprised me if she actually ended up there. Yeah, I kind of wanted to see her, like, turn her head and you see her, though. Right. Yeah, that would have been nice because then we would have known that, oh, maybe there's another way Nick can get to the head guy. Right. Just weird circular thing. Yeah. I don't know what was happening. I don't know. Is there something along the lines of, like, furries but bugs? It sure seemed that way. It, I it, guess there's something out there. We had the, right, we had the lobster guy getting the blowjob. So it, it's, there's got to be, there, it seems like there's some bug or animal sex fetish going on in New York City. I feel like this is when we're finally going to get an email about this. Somebody's going to be like, oh yeah, it's totally this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is weird, weird stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to move past that now. Oh, and just something that we can handle. <laughs> Mary and Amanda interrogating the messenger. Yes. Actually, pretty spot on. Yeah. I mean, because at first he says he doesn't know anything about anything, and uh, that ain't cutting it. They find out that he plays piano and he's going to Juilliard. So what do they do? You should Mary goes all gangsta on him. <laughs> Yeah, propping up his tells, bike. Yeah, and sticking his fingers in the spokes with Amanda ready to rev the engine. Yeah, that got his attention, though. It sure did. But this was weird because he says it's a dead drop. Right. Like, he gets a message in a location, and that's it. Right. So what I don't understand is if it's a dead drop, then it's just you go somewhere, you pick it up. There's nobody there. Right. So how ultimately does Mary end up at the place where Very Bad Santa is? That's got to be the location of the dead drop. Oh, so she was just like checking the whole place out? Yeah. Okay. See, I was a little confused with that because I'm thinking, okay, he there's no way he would have him go to where he actually is because he should never see the face of whoever's giving him the stuff. Right, yeah. He Very doesn't like old get... spy stuff. Right. Yes, he never sees the sees the person that is giving him the letters or the envelopes. Mm -hmm. Unlike his dealings with um with Nick. With Nick. Now, of course, once again, he may not see the people when he picks up the the information on the hit. Oh, okay. And just he opens the envelope and says, "This goes to Nick Sachs. Oh, deliver." Yeah. I gotcha. Speaking of Nick. Nick went to a Chinese restaurant and had to again speak Mandarin, which was very funny because the woman's just looking boom, at boom, him. Boom, boom. Right. <laughs> the woman's looking at him like, you're insane. Yeah, because he was learning Mandarin, but <laughs> it wasn't very good because... <laughs> right. This is like belly full of noodle. It's like, yeah. well, I guess that's kind of a fat Santa guy. Uh, that was weird. But... Yeah, they sit him down, wait for the delivery boy, and give him a weird-looking fish to eat. And he eats it! Ugh. Yeah, it was 
Not live, but not dead. Yeah, I'll pass. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just have some noodles? Sushi, yeah. No. <laughs> I'll pass. But he gets the delivery boy, who apparently has everything you need to sell, like pot and such. And Nick's like, yeah. no, 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 I just need, well, maybe a J. But yeah. I need the location. Little weird, creepy guy, a lot of food. It's like, oh, yeah, he orders. And he gives him an, a lo- general location. Right. It's like, how do you not know where you're or taking the food? Again, is this like some weird dead drop? He's just meeting you somewhere? Yeah. He tells him that, yes, it's like it's enough food for a party or something. And so Nick definitely says, well, that's got to be it. If Or maybe not. Yeah, it's like, hmm, that's curious. Right. And, Why would this well, guy be ordering that much food. Right. Well, because so, he's having to feed that many children. Right. So do you think that Nick is like, all right, there's going to be a bunch of kids. It's not just Haley now. That's got to cross his mind that, yeah, this is much bigger than a single child abduction. Well, hopefully he can find something out. But before any of that happens, there's a couple of triad guys that bought him. In the restaurant. Yes. And they want the password, too, or just want him dead, whichever. Right. And, oh, man. So he pays for his food, walks outside, and he's handed a fortune cookie, and he opens, and it says, next time, try duck. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because that looked kind of gross. But then suddenly, Happy's like, duck, and he he literally ducks, and there's a knife that ends up killing the delivery boy. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, this goes back to what that lady said. That's still messy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a fight ensues, and somehow Sax is able to take a bunch of them down. Yes. So, by himself. Yeah. And with the help of a truck for one of them. Yeah. And takes off running. He, like, goes up a, a ladder because of Happy. They take off basically on rooftops. Go figure. It's like Batman. Yeah. And they don't know where they are, and they're outside, and. Happy is, like, tap dancing, and Nick is pissed, and <laughs> somehow they end up where they're supposed to be. I don't understand. I, I'm confused. That was a bit tough, too, because we know Nick can do a whole lot of things, but I cannot see him leaping from rooftop to rooftop, yeah. getting away from the triad, and somehow managing to make it into the area that he needs to be. Right. Like, that's a bit far-fetched. But then again, there's a frickin' but it hasn't been blue unicorn. But before we go to our grand finale with Nick, let's go back to Isabel, who's popping back up, who goes to an old Italian mystic, apparently, and brings her a hamburger for her fortune reading. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess it's cheaper than paying, but whatever. And she tells her, after doing all this weird stuff, and I love how she puts the ashes on her head with actual just cigarette ash. Right. And she's, like, looking into the snow on the screen of the TV that just magically turned on. Yes. And she tells Isabel, there's an enemy in your own house. And this enemy killed your three sons. And she's like, no, four. And she's like, no, Mikey's not with them. Now, I kind of, with this, I'm like, okay, we know that Blue hired Nick. To kill the three, right. and Mikey was never supposed to be there. Right. So I'm like, okay, killed the three sons, and Mikey was kind of collateral damage. But then when the mystic's like, Mikey's not with them. And she's like, what? What do you mean? Yeah. I just seen his dead body, and when she goes back to the coroner, Mikey's <laughs> body isn't there. So it's like, 
what the hell happened to him? Right. Did the weird beetle boss man take him or something? That's what I'm thinking, is that he made a comment to Blue that there needed to be something picked up along with the deliveries. So I think that's what Smoothie was ordered to go do, was to get Mikey's body out of the morgue. Oh, see, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Hmm. Which I don't understand, because if it's a password that he was told... Why is he trying to get the body unless it's something more? Yeah, I think there's still something more that we don't know about young Mikey. Hmm. Well, now we reach our climax of the episode, which after the triad (laughs) fight, there's something even more. Right. Because, of course, when they're on the roof and they're just about to get give up. And like you said, Happy's done his (laughs) hope dance that just annoyed the hell out of Nick. I would have been annoyed, too, when all of a sudden you hear Chris. Oh, absolutely. It's like, damn it. (laughs) But then, yeah. Nick looks up and sees the gimbal sign. Which Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I could see that that wouldn't click because it's like, that was said by Mrs. Claus. But why would you think that it would be back there? But I guess if that's in the vicinity that the guy was talking about delivering. Right. I can see, oh, maybe we need to check that. But, I mean, come on, have you ever lost your keys and you know exactly where you put them, but you lost them? So I can see kind of the same thing. Plus, I don't know how Nick can think. He's probably got about 12,000 concussions at this point. And how he didn't bleed out, I don't know. Right. But they go there. And, you know, in another scene, Mary and Amanda, it's like, no, you can't come because we don't know what's going to happen. I will come for you. I promise. Now, I really felt like Mary was serious in this moment. Like, right. I will find you. I will tell you what's happening. I will not leave you out of the loop. Right. Even though she that wants would've... to get to Nick. Right. And that I believe that was her actual plan. If she was able to get Haley, she would basically pull a smoothie and basically tie up Amanda and Haley until Nick showed up. See, I was thinking she was actually honest in this and it's like no i will i will tell you i'm not gonna let you but i don't know the confusion but well nick and mary show up and they pretty much think the other one is the person they're looking for and start to fight but (laughs) nick gets shot in his good leg like or no she stabbed him not didn't she yeah and i'm like he's like damn it that's a good leg Uh, do you have anything that has not been shot cut maimed broken I don't think so, Nick. Yeah, he's got to be bruised and battered all over. Oh, it's going to take a lot of downtime to heal, basically. Yeah. But they end up in an area where they see crates, and they're opening them, and they're all empty. And there's a lot of crates. Yeah. And I feel like this is a moment, too, when Mary's like, oh, shit, this is real. Yeah. And Nick's pissed because he was so close. And then we we cut to Haley, who's telling the other kids that her father will save them. But she doesn't know how. And right. then they turn her out, out there in a van being taken away by a very bad Santa. And I don't get it because they're wrapped up with, like, Christmas lights and the lights are on. Where the hell did he plug them in? Yeah. <laughs> to the battery of the van? I don't know. And then he's, like, yelling at the, them to make them sing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you we were so close. And what's going on? And why is this creepy-ass Santa going to be somewhere in public with these kids he's delivering? It's messed up. Right. Yes. And we don't know what boss bug 
definitely made the comment that he didn't like who Blue was using on this, that this guy, Very Bad Santa, is not reliable. Good. Yeah, so it is possible that maybe he will decide not to make the delivery and then everybody will be looking for him. Mm. So. Now, we have only three episodes left of this show, I think. Yes, uh, four, I think. I think it's eight episodes. Oh, is it? Okay. I'm just looking at IMDb. It's only showing three. But we do have a bit of a break. Yeah. The next episode's going to air on the 10th. And actually, it's showing two episodes that day. I don't know if it really is, though. So I guess... It could be, yeah. That's Wednesday. So, yeah, they could do a double episode. We'll find out. And hopefully, that we'll would... find out a little bit more about what's coming. Oh, my God. So, we want to hear from you guys. Sci-Fi Talk at FangirlZone.com. Shoot us an email. And don't forget to tweet along, because this one's messed up. And I know it's really hard for us to tweet, because it's one of those episodes, or shows, anyway, that we're like, uh... How do you tweet this without spoiling something? Because Steve and I are really good without putting spoilers up. Yes, we try very hard. But tweet along with us at FGC Podcast, and then Steve a lot of times will do it just from Sally or Steve. But this is weird. It's awesome and weird. Yes. (laughs) Hey, we didn't see Nick's (gasps) backside. We did not see his butt this time. That's right. We're probably going to get a double dose next episode. So... (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, we got to see uh, old baggy ladies' bits. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. I guess maybe we just see somebody's bottom and weird crap happening. Right. Weird bug sex. I don't know. All yeah, right. I know. That was... Moving on. <laughs> don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and all the other podcasters you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends, we do hope you're enjoying this podcast and the weirdness that is ensuing in this show. Yeah, tell your friends about this weird show. That's what you need to do. (laughs) So they can look at you and be like, I don't believe you made me watch this. Thank you. But it's going to give you that first, that look of, oh, God, I don't believe you made me watch this. (laughs) Check out our website at www.fangirlzone.com. And you have our contacts page there, too, which will get you to all of our links, our Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr and instagram and we will be coming up soon at the start of con season which we will be all over the place and posting pictures up there again so check all those out now for this episode of sci-fi talk i'm sean fangirless and i'm steve the universe is a callous indifferent bitch and it will f you every chance it gets and until next time